In this video, I'm going to share my top five tips that you need to implement in order to become a good commercial conversion expert. Welcome to Wealth Made Simple with Shaz, where you'll learn how to master your money through business, property, and tax saving strategies. Your host has collectively helped his clients make tens of millions of pounds in additional profits through these strategic approaches to business. Introducing Shaz Nawaz, an award-winning chartered accountant, property tax expert, entrepreneur, and property investor. Number one, sourcing a good deal, which is what imperative really if you think about it, because if you end up getting a bad deal, then you're pretty much snookered unless you're really good at making things happen and changing them around, which requires a lot of effort. The best thing to do is avoid bad deals. And how do you avoid bad deals? Well, you avoid bad deals by, by doing one or two of them, then you know best to stay away from those uh, but an even better way of obviously avoiding bad deals is to learn from others to see what they're doing when they'll be sharing with you what to do what not to do and stay away from the what not to do but in reality you are going to make mistakes and you are going to do bad deals and that's what's going to help you to stay away from the really bad deals but obviously look at the the area uh, that you're investing in Keep the clientele, the tenants in mind. If you're looking to sell, keep the buyers in mind uh, and have good sourcing agents or estate agents who can give you really good deals. That's that up. That's the, the first one. The second one is property potential. Can you add value to the property? So looking at, can you extend it backwards, upwards, sideways? What, what can you do with the internal layout? Uh, can you maximize the space? How many flats or apartments can you get in there? Those are the things you ought to be thinking about and working out. Is there a big car park? Can you use that somehow to build extra, extend? Because uh, that's where the real value will be added. And depending on the, obviously the property, that's gonna help you a lot because if you can extend it sideways, backwards, forwards, upwards, it's going to add a lot of value in terms of the final value for the profit you can make on your deal or if you're renting out the rental income. The third one is funding. So think about all the different sources of funding and which one's going to work best for you. Uh, and JVs I find generally work really well for me. For you, it could be some, something very different, but obviously making sure that the funding works. I have seen people have major problems when they go for very expensive funding, thinking that there's plenty of fat in the deal, the deal doesn't work because it takes longer than they expected, which happens most of the time anyway, by the way, and that causes real problems. So make sure you're very clear on the funding. Sometimes the funding stops coming in because the work's not been done properly. That's another major issue. So make sure you get your funding stream sorted. Number four, is to make sure you have a good contractor and depending on the number of contracts you're doing, become a contractor yourself. So initially I was using other people as contractors. Now going forward, I've got my own team. So we're also with the developer and with the contractor. And that's really good and it gives me more control over the whole thing. And it works a lot better in my view, but do your due diligence on a contractor make sure that they can do the job that they're promising they're going to do for you on the time that they're going to do it 
and the price that they've asked said that they'll do it at. The price always varies because there's variations. So you need to be very, very tight on that. And number five, which is the most important, is make sure you do the maths. So the maths should be done earlier, by the way, but make sure that the deal stacks up, do your appraisal, and I hope you have a, an appraisal system where you put all your costs worked out in detail, plus your contingency to make sure that the deal works. And if the deal's tight on paper, when you actually do it, unless you're really experienced, you're probably going to struggle to make it work. But if on paper, the margin's really good, so let's say the, on paper the margin's 30%, when you actually start working with the project manager or with the contractor and, and depending on how big the deal is, the other people you have involved in your team, you're going to find out that your cost might be under what it's really going to cost you. But if there's plenty of margin there, let's say 30% and you end up making a 20 or 22% margin, you're okay. But if you're starting off with a 20 or 18 or 16% margin, which is low by the way, you're going to end up on 10, 12%. It's not worth doing in my view. So make sure you do the maths, make sure you run your appraisal or your uh, numbers through your appraisal system to make sure the deal works. And if it doesn't work, walk away. It could be a nice, lovely property. I've seen a, a number of those and you fall in love with the property or the location. The numbers don't work. You've got to be very dogmatic about it and say, nope, next. That's what's going to help you become successful. So source the deal. Make sure the property has some form of potential. Make sure you can fund it and look at all your funding sources. Make sure you have a good contractor and most importantly, make sure you do the maths to make sure the deal stacks up. Thanks for listening to Wealth Made Simple. You can follow and contact Shaz on the Facebook pages Entrust Property Tax and The Profits Wizard. You can also find Shaz on LinkedIn, YouTube and Instagram. Alternatively, email him at shaz at aa-accountants.co.uk. Build your wealth by mastering money.